broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Wake Up Mid-Missouri, 93.9 The Eagle, 950 KWS. I'm John Marsh. Brad Jones from Missouri NFIB back in with us this morning, along with producer Hannah Brian Houseworth and a cast of thousands. Busy morning. We're going to check in with uh, Callaway County State Representative Jim Schulte a little after 7 o'clock and see what uh, early bill filing ahead of the 2024 session means to him. Cole County Commissioner Jeff Helcher will be in with us about 7.35. Talk to him about uh, workforce housing and some needs for lower-income folks in mid-Missouri. And Missouri Right to Life endorses Senator Bob Onder as the next lieutenant governor. Their president, Susan Klein, will be in to talk to us about 8.10. One-for-one holiday food drive with Commerce Bank and our Zimmer communication stations officially underway and standing by braving the elements. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Gary Nolan. You bet. It is, in fact, John, the 17th (laughs) annual one-for-one holiday food drive with Commerce Bank. You can get over to the mall, Columbia Mall, and you get to that space between Dillard's and Wendy's. Uh, It's either a five-alarm fire uh, or it's uh, the food drive. And and it's not the fire. It's the food drive. Uh, But you see those fire trucks, and and it's a real attention getter. Listen, they have the the capacity. I always uh, kid about how cheap Brian Hansen is. Uh, he he can't even come close. You give them a dollar, uh, and they'll turn it into a bunch of meals. Uh, it, it, this is really a, a great event and at a great time. You know, we've had rampant inflation. The price of food is through the roof. People are living off their savings. They're they're uh, running up their credit cards. Uh, certainly, uh, people making less money are, are are even having a harder time making it work. So, if you can make a donation. It's going to make a huge difference. Uh, you can come out here, drop off some canned food, or make a cash donation. You can uh, make a, 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 a donation with the phone bank, the Missouri Pork Association. Uh, if you uh, call 573-447-6600, you can make a donation there. But it's time to, to really, really make a difference. And we can do it. And, you know... Every year, I'm stunned at just how generous people are here in mid-Missouri. And uh, they're donating uh, down in Jeff City, too. Uh, yeah, they're uh, Buckeye, right, Gary? I think so. Yeah, the Buckeye store on Missouri Boulevard, which used to be the the Orchelands down there. You know, Gary, we've talked about the food drive and teamed up so many times with all of our Zimmer stations. And this is one of those deals where you see the face of it that... It's real. There's a lot of need in mid-Missouri, isn't there? Yeah, there certainly is. And, uh, you know, they work with uh, food banks and kitchens, and, and uh, they do such remarkable work. And I don't know how they managed to to take so little money and turn it into so much food. But I think that's probably the preferred donation method. And that's what I'm going to do. They'll, they'll have a, a way to make a credit card donation here. They always do. And I'll make a healthy donation. Um, it's it's the time of the year when you really feel the spirit, and uh, you wanna you wanna uh, be a part of it. And really, these people are are struggling to eat. Uh, senior citizens. Uh, it doesn't. It, it's just 
it's the right thing to do. Gary Nolan checking in with us from One for One Commerce Bank Holiday Food Drive. And we're there for the duration, right, Gary, all the way until 6 this evening. I guess we'll check back with you in about a half hour. Sound good? Sounds like a deal. Thanks, Gary. Wake up, Mid-Missouri, 93.9 The Eagle, 950 KWS. Brad Jones back in with us from NFIB, and we're watching, well, Gary alluded to it, didn't he, Brad? Talking he about the economy right out of the box. Yes. Good morning, John. Yeah, he did. And, uh, you know, we do the uh, Small Business Economic Trends Survey, and I, there was a really interesting article in the paper a couple of days ago, and I think it, trans, it translates so well, I think, to what my members feel, because it says... The economy is getting stronger, but voters feel horrible about it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the, that's the flip side, isn't it? Well, I, I like the article. Actually, it's um, I mean they 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 bring out some pretty good some pretty good points, and and they're and they kind of dovetail a little bit with what's going on with the small business optimism index for November, because uh, there's. <laughs> There's indicators here that say that things are a little better. On the other hand, we've got some of the things in the survey are historically terrible. I mean, they're really not very good. I don't think if you ask your average small business person, how are you feeling about the economy? They're going to say, hey, man, this is really it's getting so much better. I Thank feel like God so for Bidenomics. Bidenomics is safe. Thank us. God for Bidenomics. It's a Christmas miracle. It's a miracle. Hannah, it's a it's a miracle. It is, you know. And the other thing too, I'm kind of looking forward to because I heard some some positive, and, and we're always hoping that you're going to shop small during the holidays. But it'll be interesting in January to see what the numbers are from this holiday season. Because from what I heard from the Retail Federation last night, it sounds like it's been a pretty good it's been a pretty good holiday, and that's so important for small businesses because you know a lot of a lot of their sales kind of happen between November or a big chunk between November 1st and January 1st. So we'll see. I mean, um, you know, we, as far as the index is concerned, we, we bop down a little bit as far as it's the labor part of it that has been the biggest problem for small business. I mean, we had last in October, it was 43% of our members had jobs that they couldn't fill. It dropped down to 40% which is definitely a better direction to go than, what was it last year? We were up to like 53% of our members. And this is historically that quarter of the year where business, not just small business, but even the big box guys, historically have to add part-time help. And boy, oh boy, that's been a tough sell too. That's been hard too. It's it's really, you know, if ever you'd have thought that that number was going to really take a a little bit of a turn a way a bigger turn down you'd have thought that it would have been in the in the in this fourth quarter it really hasn't uh and so i you know i think probably uh going into the first quarter i still think because one of the questions of course is what do you think is going to happen with the economy in the next six months and it's that pretty much stayed level from october so that tells me that uh, there wasn't a huge tick up in the small business optimism index overall as to what's going to happen in the next six months. So we're going to have to, we'll have to see. And, and first quarter can be kind of squirrely too, because, you know, parts of the country, you got weather and, you know, people are, 
are kind of in a hangover mode from sure. holidays, sure. and you don't you you traditionally don't see. Well, spending quite as robust as you do in the in the fourth quarter. And then we've seen that in our industry because we're in the, you know, in the advertising marketing industry here in the first quarter historically. I mean, people have done their big chunk of advertising in right. fourth quarter, especially retail, and then they kind of back off and reset in that first quarter of the following year. Sure. Well, I mean, they, you know, for even a small business that that advertises, they 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 backload the budget, I'm sure, into the fourth quarter. You know, because they know that they're going to have, you know, they're going to they're going to have Christmas coming up. So, yeah. Brad Jones in with us uh, with Missouri NFIB this morning, talking a little bit about the economy. Brian Houseworth in with us as well this morning. Yeah, John and uh, Brad, great job, and uh, it's good to hear Gary out at the at the Columbia Mall, and of course, uh, folks at Buckheights uh, as well, and Hannah. And kind of tying in Brad and John with what you're talking about in terms of the economy with this with this uh, food drive today, I thought what really stuck out to me when we had Lindsay uh, Lopez on uh, right before Halloween, uh, right before uh, it was right before Thanksgiving, is she pointed out that um, that one of the people, and I think this kind of exemplifies everything we're talking about, one of the people that came into the brand new food bank market that's open in Columbia on the business loop was someone she recognized that had waited on her at a well-known Columbia restaurant, you know, maybe a week before. And I was at this, uh, this food bank market, uh, which by the way, the ready board of directors in Columbia are going to be meeting there today to coincide with the Zimmer, uh, food drive. They'll be at the food bank market. Um, they won't be at the mall, but they'll be there to raise awareness. But a lot of the people that have, uh, you know, we can't say all of them, but a lot of them that are at this food bank market that need help actually do have jobs. They do work. In some cases, they do work two jobs. It's just, it is, it is hard to, uh, many of them have children. It's hard to make ends meet. So I, I think that's important to note that a lot of the people that, that people are, you know, when they make their donations or consider making donations today, Many of these folks that need help, they are working. It's just hard right now. And, and Brad, that ties in exactly with the, uh, the economy right now because it's just, it's hard. It's hard for many people. It is one of those. Gosh, Brian, we, we think of the phrase we've probably overworked it over the years in our news copy, but the working poor. Mm-hmm. That's, and, and it is the working poor, John. I mean, it's, I don't, I, I totally agree. Um, they're just in it. We're always going to have working poor. We've had them for years. It's just, it's harder right now. Um, and food costs particularly seem to me, I know people debate this on Twitter and stuff, but I mean, I can tell you going to the grocery store prices always, they just are higher than what they, they have been, at least some of the, some of the basics. So it is hard, but people do the best they can. And we do appreciate everyone's uh, generosity. Uh, the only other thing I'd add from this real early segment is the fact that the ready board is actually meeting at the food bank market is a big deal because they're trying to raise awareness. I know Lindsay Lopez is going to be out of Columbia Mall. She'll be down at Buck Heights as well, but she's going to be speaking very briefly at the food bank market today. But we're talking about virtually every elected official in Columbia and Boone County, every business leader you could possibly think of will be there. 
and they're all aware of the food uh, the the food drive that we're doing with Zimmer and in Commerce Bank, et cetera. But that's that's a big deal as well. So that'll raise awareness. But eleven thousand people were served by that food bank market in its first month. That's according to our news partner KMIZ last night. That that's just a staggering number of people, and not all of them from Columbia as well. Daily DC rundown with Stephanie Bell. Without Stephanie Bell, just ahead is formalizing the impeachment inquiry against the president potentially what will happen on capitol hill we'll figure it out when wake up mid-missouri continues this is wake up mid-missouri Get an exclusive look behind the scenes of the show by watching on YouTube. Search Wake Up Mid-Missouri. During a House Rules Committee markup hearing, Colorado Democratic Congressman Jonah Goose, like other Democrats, accused Republicans of theater with a proposed vote to formalize an impeachment inquiry into President Biden. This is being done at the behest of former President Trump. Daily D.C. Rundown. It is that time. We saw House Speaker uh, Mike Johnson on Tuesday defending the vote. Scheduled this week to, what, formalize the impeachment inquiry into President Biden. And his big argument was, unlike what the Democrats did with what he called their sham impeachment of former President Trump, Republicans are committed to the rule of law. Close quotes. Where's this all headed? Mm. I have no idea. <laughs> well, you're the pundit. I'm not a pundit. Come no. on, Brad. I don't pund. No, I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're gonna make they're gonna make hay out of it as best they can. Where it ends up finally, eh, I don't know. Well, you know what was Johnson's line? He said they've come to an impasse in their investigation into Biden's involvement in Hunter's business dealings and all and now hunters supposed to appear before the the big guys on capitol hill and all i don't think he'll show well i don't think he will either and i mean he's got he's got doesn't he have court issues that he probably is more focused on i would guess that's just a minor detail brad i'm sorry hannah (laughs) you know (laughs) well you know my thing and i said this yesterday on the show i feel like the word impeachment has almost lost its meaning uh, because we've been hearing nothing but folks screaming for impeachment since the second Trump stepped into the White House. And now it kind of feels like impeachment is just thrown out as a threat when you don't like someone. Well, uh, this is a whole thing. It goes back to Bill Clinton. I mean, we've we've thrown impeachment around a lot more in the last well, and 20 you, years than we have in the history of our country. You yeah, know. you're sort of in the semantic stage right now where they're wanting to, quote, formalize the House impeachment inquiry, but that's not the same as a vote to impeach. No. Oh, so it's By like what the city council in Columbia always does. They always hire a committee to come in to look at potentially making a decision. So we're just <laughs> spending more money in the long run, right? We're exactly. getting We're getting ready to begin to start to look at possibly doing something okay i'm caught up now thank you gentlemen <laughs> yeah there you go now you know more than than the rest of us do and, <laughs> including the rest of us on capitol hill that was very informative thank you it, it's gonna be interesting to see where it all goes and i know you know i know brad when you've talked to us before your whole take on it is 
is this going to stick if they ultimately try to link the president in an actual formal impeachment process to Hunter's dealings? Well, then there is what we call a court of law. You know, there is, and the impeachment proceeding is, if you get to that point, is a is a quasi court of law. I mean, they will go. They have. You know, they will hear from from all sides, and they will make a decision, and then they will move move forward. But until that happens, I mean, you know, they're getting ready to begin to start to do something. Exactly. So, <laughs> that's kind of the way it's going to work. Well, and you wonder, and we've wondered aloud on this on Wake Up Mid-Missouri before, that group of people out there, potential voters, who just are throwing their hands up at all of this and going, the heck with it. I don't. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think it's uh, unfortunately. I think it's it's kind of white noise, honestly, uh, with what's going on. I, you know, it would be nice if Congress would actually work on legislation that affected the American people. Now, there's a there's a concept concept instead of going after presidents and former presidents and and colleagues and everybody else trying to oust everybody as opposed to maybe getting down to the business of the people now i've got a few small business things that we uh could uh they could work on that would be good for thousands and thousands of small business owners i, I give them a list he's gonna fedex uh, them to the list our federal morning. our federal folks would be more than happy to and have fed and have fedex it over to them so let's talk a little more about the economy when we come back and uh biodynamics saving the nation on wake up mid-missouri 93.9 the eagle 950 kwos Saying whatever we want. Wake up, Mid Missouri. Wake up, Mid Missouri, ninety three nine, the Eagle nine fifty KWS. I'm John Marsh, along with Brad Jones, Missouri NFIB producer Hannah Brian Houseworth, and standing by live from one for one Commerce Bank, uh, Food and Fun Drive. We're calling it this year. Gary Nolan. Gary, good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, in fact, it is the seventeenth annual Zimmer wow. Radio Commercial uh, Commerce Bank one for one Holiday Food Drive. And uh, we are supporting uh, the community, and I know that uh, a lot of folks in uh, in uh, the central Missouri area have been very, very generous through the years. And boy, we really need it now. Uh, they uh, they serve over a hundred thousand people a month. Uh, that's a, like thirty two county service area. Uh, they work with one hundred and forty five food pantries, soup kitchens, shelters. We're talking about, uh, as you guys pointed out uh, in the last break, uh, the working poor, uh, senior citizens, lots of people who need help. You know, you hear these economic reports that inflation is slowing down, but that inflation is compounded year after year, and the prices of food are just astronomical. That's why it's so important that we get involved uh, and that we help to to make this happen. We're going to be here at the mall uh, the Columbia Mall, from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m., uh, drop off food, canned food, drop off money. The money thing is, is just amazing what they can do. 
you give them a dollar donation, they'll turn it into four meals. 25 bucks, 100 meals. I mean, they really know how to pinch a penny. Uh, you can find us, by the way, if you just get to the mall, and we're between Dillard's and Wendy's. There are fire trucks here, lights are flashing, uh, so it's real easy to find. You drive right up, uh, we'll take your donation, and uh, we'll really, really help people in the community. And, you know, we're doing it here, but they're doing it in Jeff City, too, John. Yeah, we're doing it at Buck Height, which is the old Orchelands on Missouri Boulevard. It's not hard to uh, find us because the the whole crew in Jefferson City is right there with the Jefferson City firefighters. Just look for the fire trucks, right, Gary? Yeah, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of help with this. Organic uh, Aurora Organic Dairy. Uh, we got uh, Doug Perry Towing, uh, Hemi Construction. A lot of people involved in in making this happen. Uh, Stop by if you want. uh, Ask for me. I'd be glad to stop by and shake your hand and uh, tell you how much I appreciate your being a part of this. We're at the Columbia Mall between Dillard's and Wendy's. Stop by. There you go, John. Thank you, Gary. Gary Nolan at the One for One Commerce Bank Holiday Food Drive. Till 6 today in both Columbia Mall and Buckeye on Missouri Boulevard. Brad Jones talking about small businesses. Bidenomics, apparently, if you believe the national news stories, has finally saved us. It has saved us. It is saved. It's about yeah. damn time. <laughs> you know, here's the here's the interesting stat that I always I find well, really, sort of troubling. Um, when I say that, you know, we've got forty percent that can't find. That have jobs that they can't uh, fill. It's not because they're not trying. Because they had fifty-four percent that said they tried to hire people last month. Ninety-three of them said they couldn't find somebody. This isn't that, the national number. This is Missouri small business people. Correct? Well, this is a national number, but, it, but Missouri tracking right along. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you know, and they've got ninety-three percent that can't find somebody. To, to, that fits and let's face it there's certain industries that it's it's a lot they're having a lot more trouble when you're talking about skilled people like construction type your hvac people uh and so consequently what do you have to do you got to pay them more and so that leads to the second uh question that we ask and we've still got we had 30 percent that said that they were going to raise compensation uh, in the next three months. And so when you're looking at that inflation number, John, it seems to me that if you're, you're still going to have small business folks out there that are going to be raising compensation, the, I know, I know that the inflation number has come down, but it's not going to come down, down, down if you've still got 30% of the small business community out there that are going to have to raise, raise compensation for wages in the next three months. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see as we go through the first and second quarter of next year exactly where that inflation number uh, stands. I mean, don't get me wrong, from a small business standpoint, that's one of the biggest hobgoblins of of small business. It's been the worst part of this downturn is the fact that you know that you've got to, you're going to be paying more for whatever you're going to produce or whatever you're buying to resell or whatever it is and and I was talking about this with a young lady yesterday. Small business people are the canary in the in the birdcage in the mine because they are the first ones that will tell you, 
I'm a little worried about what's going to happen, you know, in the next six months because I just got an invoice. It was five, ten percent more than I'm usually used to paying for whatever goods and services that they provide. And so they're the first ones to kind of ring the bell and say, uh oh, I'm, and that is usually in this report because it asks, do you think the business conditions are going to improve in the next six months? And that's usually the very first one that I look at. And in, in this particular one, it ticked up a little bit. I mean, just one point, but, uh, still, as I told you, at least it's not going the other way. And it's been going the other way for a long time. Well, and well, have you guys ran into any folks with clipboards out in the wild trying to get you to sign a petition to raise Missouri's minimum wage? Have you seen any oh, of those guys? Man, I you know what? And I can't think of a worse time <laughs> that we that we force wages on people. I mean, first of all, small business folks are doing the best they can to to pay what they can pay. And, you know, we hate the fact that they, they, they come up with this arbitrary number. Why not, if you really want to help people, why not $30? You know? There you go. Why not $40? And, you know, if you're, if you're really fond of those kiosks there at the, uh, your fast food places, well, just, uh, hunker down because pretty soon you're not going to have hardly anybody behind that counter and you're going to be talking to, to, to Robbie the robot to get your burgers. AI is going to be making your burgers. AI will be making your burgers. And can you imagine that? You don't need to be eating that. Look, sir. Honestly, I'm, I'm leaving the, I left the meat off for your health. I'm leaving the pickles off of this one because I don't think you should be having that. Well, I ran into one of these guys looking for signatures of all places this week at the DMV. He was camped out right outside the door. I'm like, dude, this is, that's terrible because I'm already dreading going to the DMV. <laughs> and now I have to listen to your sales pitch about raising minimum wage in Missouri when really I just want to go inside and get this over with. Now you're adding to my pain from this experience. It was <laughs> to the, adding to the gauntlet that you have to go through to get to the, to the DMV. Well, yeah. the thing we the thing we've talked about with this, and the you know, if you spin the minimum wage hikes into it, and you look at the numbers, and you hear from the small business people and the larger business people, they're saying we can't come up with the staffing. It's how are these people getting by? I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, is, there's only so much public assistance available. Is this this large of a chunk of the population able to get over without having a job to go to? You know, it's, this is why we're doing the one for one Commerce Bank holiday food drive all day today, because there's so much need out there. Well, there is a lot of need out there and there's and I'm not and I'm and I'm not denying that at all. But I I still think that when you're arbitrarily telling employers what they can pay and what they can't pay. It's, uh, you know, what about those folks that are making already? You know, they worked hard and they're, they're making $14, $15 an hour. Yeah, and did their, they say, did no, their what, time and grade to get to that Yeah, level. they did. And they're like, now wait a minute, uh, you're just starting and you're making what, I've, what I'm making and I've been here for five years? How's that fair? You know, 
The employer says, well, you know, you're right. So, and you see that a lot in the hospitality right. side of sure, things, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Absolutely, you do. Well, in one of the days that Jennifer Bukowski hosted the show this week, we touched on an article that's talking about how members of Gen Z are saying no to a lot of those promotions that they might get in the workplace. And one of the main reasons is that a promotion might come with a lot more responsibility and not a whole lot more money. So it's, you know, not viewed as not worth it as a lot of, for a lot of people of my generation. It's not, not just your generation. Right. Well, it's I think it's a lot of generations. You know, if you're looking at responsibility responsibility levels and salary levels, you know, you know, as an employee, if I'm already handling a lot, why would I take on more if it's not going to be any more money? Well, I think that's I think that's a legitimate. I mean, I, that's a legit complaint. I mean, and and if you're looking at it from from a young person's standpoint, you know, that's there's the other the other part of this labor issue too, Hannah, is if honestly right now, if you don't like what you're doing, you don't like what you're making, you don't like the hours, you have a pretty good chance of finding something else. Because as I said, I mean, look, we got forty percent of our membership out there that have jobs and it, surely there's there may be one out there that you, that that fits better than the one that you're uh, you're in right now. So you and I were at a Christmas event the other afternoon, and I talked to somebody who was, has been retired for a while from a state job where he was the, the big dog in the office, said, basically, I got bored and I'm going back to work. And so what are you doing? He goes, rank and file stuff. I'm just one of the guys and all. Don't want the management headaches, but was bored enough with retirement to jump back into it, which was kind of telling. Well, I think there's a lot of seniors that are getting back in the market. And I think there's a lot of employers that really want them. You know, this we talked the other day about our veterans. Our small business people will take a veteran every day because they know that they're going to get reliability. They're going to get and they take work. orders. They take orders. There's a work ethic there, uh, absolutely. So we'll talk about that with uh, Representative Schulte when he comes in. <laughs> Ten Hut. Ten Hut. The guy in the Ray Bands tells reporters to hush up in no uncertain terms. Did he say hush up? Nah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Wake Up Mid-Missouri continues, 93.9 The Eagle and 9.50 KWOS. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Words do matter when it comes to these guys. Welcome to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Wake up, Mid-Missouri, 93.9 The Eagle, 950 KWS. I'm John Marsh. Today is the day for you to help us provide food and monetary donations to help our hungry friends in Mid-Missouri. Our annual 950 KWS, 93.9 The Eagle, Commerce Bank, one for one. Holiday food drive underway as we speak. Teamed up with all our Zimmer stations, taking donations until 6 today. We're camped out at uh, Columbia Mall and at Buckheit, the old Orchelands in Jefferson City, until 6. So you can help us help the food bank serve more than 100,000 people each month. And they partner up with 
gosh, almost 150 food pantries, soup kitchens, shelters, and other agencies. So dig down deep. We'll check in with Gary Nolan from Columbia Mall coming up here momentarily. The guy in the shades got testy with White House reporters as they blasted him with questions during his Oval Office meeting with Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky and the president. Uh, we have the president queued up. Shush up, okay? <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> Shush up, okay? This was a deal where Joe Biden and the reporters, as they, they like to do in the Capitol Press Corps, were shouting out to the president, and he held up his hand and was like, whoa, 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 shush hush, up, okay. shush hush up. up a second. <laughs> shush up, okay? Man, Hannah, I, ought, I ought to keep Hannah, this sound bite handy. <laughs> I don't know where this this and, all goes. So then he kind of quieted him down because he you know he stood up, if you were watching the deal with the president, and said... I just signed another $200 million drawdown from Department of Defense for Ukraine. And Vladimir Zelensky sat there and he looked like, he looked to me like he didn't understand what he said. Let me ask you guys something. Can you think of a job that would be worse, than, and I don't care what president it is, worse than being the White House press secretary? No. I can't. I mean, can you, can you, Imagine having to put up with all that love that you get from 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 those reporters every single day. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do; you're gonna be wrong. They're going to hate you, and it's. I I, I feel sorry for whoever's got that job. And you notice that they don't keep it very long. No, they don't. They don't stay in. The, remember in back. That, they don't stay in that trench very long, man. Remember Ari Fleischer? Sure. When he had the job, and yeah. he was always backpedaling in the. The angry media was always after him. He was, he was pretty darn good, and he finally got to the stage where he said, "I can't do this anymore." No, I mean it would just be it would just be brutal. Stephanopoulos, yeah, I met Ari Fleischer actually. Really? Well, when we uh, I got to sit with uh, President Bush, right? Yeah, yeah. President Bush came to St. Louis, and we did that small business roundtable discussion. I got to sit there with next to the president and Ari came in and aren't you connected yeah i'll tell you that story one of these days because it was that was a day i will that was a day i will never ever forget i did not tell any of the any of them to hush up it was it was really well and speaking of (laughs) biden and Zelensky, eric schmidt our senator actually posted on his instagram yesterday a video and he was saying that he had just left a meeting with Zelensky and you know some other senators and Biden was notably absent according to Eric Schmidt so I actually commented on the post and said maybe that was for the best (laughs) (laughs) you know that's all kidding aside that's probably more on the money than you can imagine yeah maybe that was more beneficial for all parties involved that he just sit that one out but it is sad to think that that's where my brain went, uh, just based off of the actions of our fearless leader over the last couple of years. Point well taken. Yep. But at least Bidenomics has saved us. It has saved us. It's saving. I knew you're good for that. I was just waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of miles out of that. Shush up, okay? <laughs> that two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> 
We've a uh, waiting in the wings, Callaway County State Representative Jim Schulte, the re- retired command master sergeant, state of Missouri, National Guard. Talk to him a little bit on some of the national issues, maybe even get Jim's take on the, the latest $200 million headed to Ukraine for more military gear when we come back. Wake up mid-Missouri. Don't forget, one-for-one one Commerce Bank holiday food drive all day today. 